Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. Every time I say it, uh, I just try and sound more like a sportscaster. Anyways, I'm your host, Heather McMahon. It's time for some baseball. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Oh, God. I'll tell you what. I'm making myself giggle. Why? Because I'm losing my mind. And that's on God. Uh, Welcome to another episode. I am sitting, relaxing in a beautiful, custom-made Serengeti tiger print chair. No animals were harmed in making this. I believe it's like a smooth, silky cotton. I don't know what the fuck the name of the, the fabric is, but it's a custom chair. Got it from Ballard Design. Shout out to them. And right across from me in another Serengeti tiger print chair is the one and only. She's my flesh and blood. She's my sister, the Georgia law lady. How the hell are you doing? I am getting over a recent devastation. What's your devastation? I was sleeping in on a Saturday morning and and having a good morning. And I woke up to a bunch of frantic text messages from you telling me um, that my dog had attacked the electrician's son and ripped his pants off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this really happened. But I guess the way that I phrased the voicemail Mm-hmm. Or not voicemail, I'm sorry. The, the, the text, text message? It didn't come out right. This, when yeah, I it was, kid, the it guy was, was like 22 years old. Yeah, and that's a big difference between a 22-year-old grown-ass man who was wearing what I can only assume are flimsy jeans and you telling me that my dog has attacked the electrician's child because I thought Bronson had run out into the street <clears throat> and gotten some seven-year-old and pulled his Oshkosh Pagoshes <laughs> off. <laughs> No, what happened was we had the electricians in the basement. You know, we've been redoing the basement and I stand in front of the basement door because we have little stairs that go down to it just when I let the dogs out. And they're, it's two tiny French bulldogs. But the, the guys know like, hey, if you see me out in the yard, just wait a second. Let me let the um, the dogs back in. And the dogs are not going to fucking fight. They have flat faces, but they're just like want to run. They're like, who are these people that are in our home? Right. These people are in our property. So the, the kid walks up and I was like, hey, just step inside real quick. Let me get these dogs in. 
He sees the dog and freaks out. I guess he's scared of dogs. So he starts taking off. Well, Bronson's like, oh, fuck yeah, we're going to play. Thinking that he's going to go after the guy. He grabs the, the bottom of the guy's jeans, which is like a frayed part of the jeans. And then all of a sudden you hear a rip and the man is losing a leg of his jeans. Bronson has the leg of jean in his mouth. The kid has gone through the gate and he turns back and looks at me and I'm holding Bronson with his jean and I'm like, <laughs> motherfucker. So... Apparently, my dog craves denim as he nutrition. Does. There's just no way you can you can look like strong and powerful as a man if you are wearing jorts on one leg and then full jeans on the other side. Yeah. But meanwhile, I am not staying at the house. You were babysitting the dogs, right? Right. So I wake up to this message. I frantically jump in my car thinking my dog has attacked a child. And I am crying, driving like a bat out of hell up to the house to try and make sure that this child is not traumatized. Meanwhile, it's a grown man who is who knew better and also who is also looks ridiculous, is wearing half half jean, half like speedo. At this point. So what I did was, of course, I make sure he's okay. He didn't get bit or anything like that. Bronx was just playing with him. And I was like, hey, dude, if the dogs come up, like, let them smell you. They're chill. They just need to make sure. But when you take off and start, he literally, the guy was literally <laughs> screaming through the backyard. <laughs> they think, oh, my God, like, we got to make what's going on. Well, also, Bronson, like, for a little dog, he can run really fast. I mean, he's a very powerful runner. And we know that from him escaping when he was a younger dog, escaping from the house, any chance you would open a door and he could get out. Yeah. I mean, I've chased this dog in my underwear, no bra, like, you know, the t-shirt with no bra. Titties flapping in the wind. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Running down the street, trying to catch him and you just can't do it. So like if he's decided he's coming after you and he apparently he wants that pants leg, he's going to get it, you know? But regardless, we have cameras in the back. And so all of this footage is on camera. And I was like, Jeff, save the video just so we have it. And the guy's okay. And of course, I gave him money for new jeans and he was fine. But he was just, I was like, dude, I've told you guys a thousand times. Like, you just have to, you see me out there and I'm letting the dogs out. It's just because, you know, this is their house. But regardless, I just was fucking traumatized on Saturday morning. It's the first thing that happened in the morning. It's when you're first taking the dogs out or like right after breakfast. I'll tell you what, I'm so fucking happy. I will be so happy when we're wrapped up with all the construction. The basement's almost done. They're just touching up a couple things because I can't. I can't with people being in our home anymore. I need people out. I'm glad that we did it. This was the year to do it, but I just need it to be done. I don't want to see a truck in front of our house. Never again. Like I'm, I will never touch anything for 10 years. Well, also it's, you know, you already feel kind of trapped in your home anyway. Right. Right. And then when you have like people over at your house that are working on your house or maybe redoing a bathroom or redoing, you know, I know a lot of people are doing like redoing their kitchen projects and stuff like that. and DIYing the shit out of stuff. Right. But if you have people in your house, like let's say an electrician or a plumber or something, you have to stay in there, you know, in case they have questions or, you know, something happens. And so it makes you feel even more trapped in your house because you're like, oh, now I can't leave. What do you know? Ashley and I can only work for 10 minutes without mom trying to pop in and say something. Yeah. Ashley, give her your mic real quick so I can ask her. Mom. I just wanted to say hello. Okay, you want to do your own episode? No, what are we talking about? Because on Saturday, when the guy got attacked by Bronson and he ripped his pant leg off. (laughs) That was embarrassing. I was mortified. Yes, you were. But look, the kid got a, you know, a couple bucks and he could go buy a new pair of pants. But also he shouldn't have walked out that way. 
No, Heather, your dog needs to go to school, obedience school. It's her dog. dog. Well, you didn't. No, do a but good mom, job. he knows that he wasn't supposed to walk out that way when the dogs are out there. Well, I'm sorry, it happened. What the fuck did you come on this podcast for? I just wanted to say hi. Well, then say hi to the fans. Hi, guys! I can't wait to get on Heather's Instagram when she's not around. I have some really cool stuff to tell you. Like what? Yeah. yeah, it'll be 2021, mom. Oh God, I know. How about my sign that I wanted to buy? What sign? The sign that says. Drinking this wine makes me awesome. That's it? That's it? That's all you brought to the podcast? I thought it was funny. You didn't think it was funny? I I don't know why you put on this sweet voice, Mom. You're holding your arms and holding the microphone like it's a little ice cream cone. Like you're so innocent. You've been screaming at us all day. I know, and you don't pay attention. (laughs) Okay, I love you. Can Ashley and I get back to what we were doing? I'm working. I'm doing a fucking podcast, Mom. We'll be done in 10 minutes. No, no, I'm not. No, mom. Could Jesus help us and save us? You can't. I can't. I don't want to go. I'm in my pajamas. I'm at the house. We're both in pajamas. We're working. And it's also a biblical rainstorm hey, mom, outside. Stay here. My God. It, trying to keep this woman in the fucking house. It, we're, we're literally in like the eye of a tornado right now. Yeah. And she just has to, she has to be somewhere. She has to go somewhere, do something. She went to Old Navy today. And you Just know, to I be love Old Navy. Yeah, I do too. They got cute stuff and deep discounts. They have the best stuff. I love an Old Navy Rockstar jeans. You know what Old Navy? Ooh, yes. That's Great my favorite jeans. jean, actually. I got everybody onto Old Navy last year. Like I was obsessed with Old Navy. And then I got to go and do like a stand-up gig for them. But they still haven't asked me to be in any of their commercials. And honestly, I know that they're bigger fish to fry. But I just really feel like in 2021, I'm going to envision that I do a national Old Navy commercial. Hey, look, if you've got an absolutely not, Okay, you know we're going to get into them a little bit later. Yes. But like, if you've got an absolutely not about not being in an Old Navy commercial yet, I'm with you on that because you have been pushing Old Navy. I have been promoting the shit out of them. And when I was on tour, people would come to my meet and greets and they would show me their leopard Old Navy outfits and they'd literally show up in Old Navy pajamas. And I, they were like, you inspired me. And I said, you know what? See, look that, starting a movement. I've, I've started so many movements and have these people cut me my check? No. No. So I don't know what to do. It's like whispering fucking angel, that rosé right now. They won't even send me a free case of wine. You know what? One of the perks of like being in the public eye or whatever is you get a lot of free shit. But if I'm promoting a brand that I genuinely like, Old Navy at least has like asked me to do some shit. But fuck whispering angel. Honestly, I hope they hear this. I have been singing a fucking jingle. (laughs) Whispering angel. I got Kyle Richards and Teddy Mellencamp, the housewives of Beverly Hills, singing it, putting it on their Instagram. Whispering angel sent me a fucking heart back on in the DMs. You know what? (laughs) Suck my dick. I'm fucking pissed. You haven't even sent me a free case of wine. Absolutely not. You know what? You I'm know we gonna are going to have Whispering Angel probably a little bit later tonight. In a little tonight. bit. Yeah. I'm very <laughs> upset about it. Some bullshit. Yeah. Well, you know, like maybe they're, they just got their head in the clouds too much. I'm, I'm done with the free advertising. You know, I do it out of the kindness of my own heart because I like to share good brands and things that I love. I just feel used. <laughs> I feel used. That's how we all feel in 2020. Okay. We feel a little bit used, yeah. abused, bruised. Something confused. else. They're confused. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And a moose boosh. That doesn't yeah, rhyme, but it doesn't, still. doesn't rhyme at all. Our ability to forgive is tested through our lives. We'll say we forgive someone, but continue to hold on to the pain and suffering. And some people truly have forgiven, but we can't believe they've moved on. How is it that some people can forgive while others just can't quite move on? 
This is exactly what New York Times bestselling author Catherine Schwarzenegger Pratt is exploring in her new series, The Gift of Forgiveness. A few years ago, Catherine went on her own forgiveness journey and talked to friends, family, therapists, priests, and strangers to really try and understand what it takes to forgive. And on her way, she found some incredible true stories of forgiveness from people who lived it. These are those stories. The Gift of Forgiveness is a show about what it takes to truly forgive and move on. This season, Catherine welcomes some incredible guests like Sean Hayes, Chelsea Handler, Cheryl Burke, as well as updates on some of the stories featured in her book. From Headspace Studios, download The Gift of Forgiveness with Catherine Schwarzenegger Pratt, inspiring stories from those who've forgiven the unforgivable. And when we say Headspace Studios, we do mean like Headspace, the meditation app. You do not have to subscribe to Headspace to listen to The Gift of Forgiveness. You can download and subscribe to all of Headspace Studios podcasts wherever you are listening to this right now. You know what? It's just, I, I just got fired up. I, you know, I go, get on these branding calls with my agents and I'm like, guys, why can't the brands that I already talk about just go ahead and cut me a check? Because I thought I was smart doing like reverse marketing. Like oh, I catch yeah. their eye. No, work. no, no. It's where you don't get paid. Yep. Yeah. That's that's a genius move because nobody else is doing it. <laughs> and for a reason. Ashley, what career advice would you give me? <laughs> I, I don't think you need any career advice. I think you're doing very well and you're doing what you love to do, which is giving people, you know, a little bit of hope and a little bit of humor in a time that's really tough for most people. That's who you are. You always bring, look, you do light up a room. You absolutely always do that. I appreciate that. But right now I feel like... You want to hear three things I love about you? Yeah. Three nice things. I'll say three nice things about you and you say three nice things about me. Okay. You want me to go first? Yes, go first. Of course you do. I love that. I love the way that you always catch when somebody is making a terrible joke or something or when it's a really awkward situation. You can just see on your face Mm -hmm. that you're dying a little inside. (laughs) (laughs) But you manage to keep it together. You never like let the other person know, but like, you know, I can always tell on your face when you're like, oh my God. Okay. All right. I'm going to help. I'm going to help this person out. Yeah. I'm going to help them say whatever they're trying to say. Yeah. I love, I love that about you. Okay. I do try and in those situations when people are trying to be funny and they're not funny, I try and support them and not make them feel stupid. Yeah. You're not sarcastic about it. You're Mm -hmm. not rude. You, you genuinely try and help another person get through their own sentence. Okay. Great. Okay. I love that about you. Uh, I like the fact, um, I like your sense of style. I think you have a very good sense of- Thank you. Sense of style and and design style as it has turned out. Thank you. uh, You've got an eye for that. I did not inherit You do not. I do not. (laughs) Do not have that. Uh, (laughs) One more. And I also uh, like the way that you always want to do a family hug. You're very- very My love language is time. I didn't even think it was personal touch, but I think it might be with you because you refused to hug me back. Remember, like, I would come home for Thanksgiving or something and you would grab, I'm very short, and you would grab me mm. and you would shove my face into your boobs and mm. force me to stay there and suffocate. It was a forced until, mo- motorboat. Until I would motorboat you, which yeah. is a weird thing for a sister to do no, to it's another not. sister. It's, 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 it's for a little fucking weird. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. And you would threaten to kill me <laughs> if I didn't. Yeah. But, I, you know, I like that you're affectionate. Well, Sometimes so- a little aggressive. Ashley, it's just that my love language is time. Let me tell you three things I don't like about you. No, okay? no, no, no. That's not the deal. You don't like spending time with people. You don't have any like any respect for my time. So when I moved back after our dad died, I would get so sad that you would blow off plans all the time because that's important to me to spend time. Heather, 
Can you just say three nice things well, about me? Well, you brought something up that has me triggered. Yes, three nice things about you. Oh, good. Ooh, the lightning struck. That was dad saying good luck. <laughs> okay, three nice things about you. You're very, very intelligent. You're very smart, but like really smart. You know what I mean? You're not like just like smart, smart. You're like very smart and, and you're thoughtful in the way that you present things. And I just think you're just a smart person. Not everybody's that smart, Ashley. I'm looking at one right now. <laughs> no, but I mean, you are. You're You're very... You're, okay, two more things. Two okay, more things okay. that I'm waiting. Two you better things. not spend too long thinking about this. Okay, well, here's the thing. You have nice things to say, but you never say them to my face. <laughs> so the fact that you said three nice things was actually nice, but you'll be the kind of person where you'll text me later on in the day and be like, I love you. You're the best sister in the world. So I realized... <laughs> You have, okay, this is not a compliment. I don't a, know what this is. You have a very caring, loving side. You're just a little bit more shy about it. Yeah, I don't like to show my um, feelings. I don't. I don't like. Emo- I, to- I don't enjoy emotional intimacy. That's fine. But you know what? You're still very caring at the end of the day. And I know you'd like jump in front of a bus for me. And that's important. And But you say it in your own way. There's a lot of buses. There are a lot of buses. Yeah. And the third thing is. Other than the fact that you let Bronson just rip off the jean pants of men. First of all, I felt very guilty about that. Like my child had done something wrong. But that's the thing. You are a great dog mom and you were such a good mommy. And I think that if you ever did have actual children, you would smother them. But you don't give yourself enough credit for being very maternal. Like you're a very good protector. Thank you. Thank you. You are. Like, I mean, you, you looked at Ron Riggs today, got out of the pool, and he's a fawn colored. He's a tan dog. And he was like slightly discolored because he was wet. And you're like, there's, he's got a rash. <laughs> Something's going on. I was like, Ashley, touch him. He's wet. I'll tell you what. Having something in your life that just makes a choice easier is so important. I, I can't, you know, I feel like we are bombarded with so much information right now. And I don't know what to pick from. I mean, you know what I mean? Even if you buy vitamins, like, did you get the right vitamin, the one that you can digest? I mean, it's also confusing. When it comes to what I'm drinking, my hard seltzer, I want something that stands out. And you know what? Busy hard seltzer stands out. It is something that all the other hard seltzers don't. And that's the antioxidant vitamin C. Busy is the only hard seltzer crafted with antioxidant vitamin C extracted from the acerola cherry, which is a super fruit with 30 times more vitamin C per cup than an orange. So if you're going to have a beautiful nightcap, you're hanging out with the girls, you know, you're zooming with your friends. Why not make the best choice that's got a little extra health benefit in it? And I am talking about that vitamin C life with busy hard seltzer. Hey, it made drinking and making a choice a lot easier with delicious flavors like pineapple mango, black cherry lime, strawberry kiwi, and blueberry pomegranate. I'm telling you, the black cherry lime is so friggin' refreshing. I actually like to pour it over a little bit of ice, maybe put a little lime on the side, like really make myself feel like I'm having a riche cocktail and I am doing the most. Here's the deal. With Fizzy, you can enjoy refreshment now with vitamin C and at 5% alcohol by volume, 100 calories and less than one gram of real cane sugar per can. Every sip of Fizzy is more exhilarating. Upgrade your heart seltzer with Fizzy. To find out where you can purchase Fizzy, go to V-I-Z-Z-Y heartseltzer.com. That's VizzyHeartSeltzer.com. Must be 21 or older. Now, back to the podcast. Yeah, I would be a helicopter mom. 
Yeah. I would be the type where my kids are taking Mandarin classes, also going to soccer, mm-hmm. also, you know, playing the piano and whatnot. Becoming coders. Yes, becoming coders in their free time, what little they have of it. And then I would be very concerned about their nutrition. If they mm-hmm. have a sniffle, we would be at the hospital immediately. But the funny thing is you put on such such a hard front and I think it's probably the attorney side of you and you're very you're kind of like mom in the sense where you act like nothing gets you. But I know you're very loving and Well, sensitive. if you give people an inch and you, they know that you might be sensitive about something then they insult you about it no 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 that's what i have learned from this family you let anybody know you have feelings about something good luck because you're going to be ripped to shreds at some point in the next six months all this family does is tell me what they think of me 24 7 365 (laughs) that heather that's because you keep telling us and that's why i keep the shit to myself fine whatever All right. I brought the Georgia (laughs) Law lady on here because we clearly need to go to family therapy. But also, you know, I usually... We can't find a therapist that'll see all three of us. No, we each need separate ones to work on, like... Our own individual shit. Yeah. And my last therapist was a closeted lesbian and I loved her. But the whole time I'd be sitting there, she'd keep bringing up her husband and her kids. And I was like, let's just call her... Let's call her Misty, okay? I'd be like, Misty, I would get so involved in her own shit that I wouldn't even talk about my own problems. I'd be like, Misty, come on, come out of the closet. I'm right here for you, girl. I'd be like, tell me more about you and your husband. I remember you would come home from therapy and I would ask you about like your therapist and you'd be like, oh God, I got to tell you, this woman is a lesbian. She just will not admit it to me. And I'm like, that's Mm. not why you're there. Stop trying to therapize this woman. I'm a Pisces, so I want everybody to feel comfortable and like they're in a safe space. And the whole time I'd be like, I would just get so frustrated. I'd be like, we're this close. I know she's going to, she needs to come out of her shell. She needs to be the you today that you want to be tomorrow. Oh um, okay, but here's some unsolicited, you know, uh, advice. We're going to get into the absolutely not line. I never have really answered questions with uh, a guest, but Ashley's one of my biggest requested guests because I think y'all just like to hear us banter and, back and forth with dumb sibling shit. But there are some ridiculous, insane voicemails. As always, you can call into the hotline. And um, I mean, you guys really just are uh, stirring the pot these days. Call into the hotline. It's 800-213-7503. You ready to get into it? Oh, yeah. People are bringing things to the table today. Let's go. Hey, Heather. This is Alex from Philadelphia. Here is an absolutely not that show. Been really bugging me these days. Absolutely not is when people say, oh my goodness, I forgot to eat today. Never once in my life have I ever forgotten to eat. My body would not let me forget. How do you, I just, it makes no sense to me. And on the same subject here, I heard a white male podcaster say that he thinks when people say that they get hangry, that that's immature. I'm a grown ass woman. But I'd like to see that man in the car with me when I'm hungry and I need some Chick-fil-A, Brussels fries, and some sauce. I'd like to see how fucking immature I get in that moment. Anyway, Heather, love you lot. See you. First of all, Alex from Philadelphia. I love it. We can like sort of barely hear you. You're clearly on the highway going over going over some bumps, but I'm here for it. Okay, first and foremost, a hundred percent, absolutely fucking not. To those, I forgot to eat. Oh, you forgot? Did you forget to eat? Oh, really? 
Because when I get up, I'm thinking about food. When I go to bed, I'm looking at food porn. My mind and my body, my bones are consumed with what's my next meal going to be? What do you think about this? Have you ever done the thing where you go to bed at night and you have dreams or you're thinking about what you're going, you're planning out what you're going to eat for breakfast already? My favorite thing in the world is to look at Pinterest accounts of overnight oats. <laughs> oh my God. First of all, I've never craved overnight oats. I like a, I like some potatoes O'Brien. Okay. And for those of you that don't know, it's potatoes. It's basically fried potatoes with onion and peppers. Okay. Great. It's amazing. And then you take two fried eggs, you put it on top of that. I like mayonnaise, put a lot of mayonnaise on there, maybe a little bit of ketchup. But either way, I can't tell you how many nights I have gone to sleep just laying in bed thinking about Okay, can't wait to, gotta make the potatoes, potatoes first. Are okay, gotta, gotta get the potatoes in the pan, gotta heat them up, all right? It's gonna be about 10 minutes before they're done, all right? I, I, don't make the eggs yet. Maybe I'll make the eggs in the same pan. No, I'm gonna use a separate pan. I have planned out logistically yeah. my breakfast. So, and also to this podcaster who said that it's immature when people say that they're hangry, that's a real thing. Maybe it's a thing only women get, but- No, fuck that. Fuck that guy. I guarantee he's like a barstool douche. No, fuck that. Everybody gets hangry. You know, I was saying about this last week. The reason I can't stand when I get stuck at these car dealerships is because I don't have enough fucking snacks in my purse. You want me to make a game time large purchase decision when my blood sugar's low? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, that's just not how the world works. That's not how the world works. That's not how your human body works. And my thing is, I don't know why I, I, there's something sexy and sweet and savory about overnight oats. And I've tried, it is the simplest thing to make. I have tried every kind of overnight oats you can imagine. I fuck it up every time. <laughs> what are you messing up with these oats? Oh, the lightning just hit our house. I swear <laughs> to God. I don't know. It's like when I soak them, I, they're not soaked enough. I've had really good overnight oats from this place called Alfred Coffee in LA. It's just the best, but they really make them at this place called M Street Cafe. Okay, so it's a weird pyramid <laughs> scheme of overnight oats? What are they no, getting secret just, oats? They sell, they sell the, the overnight oats at Alfred and they're the best fucking overnight oats. And I don't know why. I can't even figure out Pinterest. Pinterest is a Look, no man's land of bullshit. I, and- I can tell you one thing I've never done. What? I've never like woken up and been like, mm, you know what I'm craving? Oats. That sounds great. But, but no, there's like cookie dough overnight oats where you just add all this shit and it's just yummy and it's delicious and just it's Just have savory. a muffin. It's been, that's basically like, or have a donut. That's like having cake for breakfast. I don't want a donut. The overnight oats are semi-healthy. Anyways, my point being, that's what I do before I go to bed. I lay in bed and I try and figure out how I'm going to fuck up some oats. So I don't want to hear, yeah, I, did you forget to eat? Can I be honest with you? Now, I've had a couple of days where I get really bit. I'm not a big breakfast person. Mm-hmm. So I will, if I've got to go from appointment to appointment and I are, you know, I'm running around, I sometimes will get to five o'clock and I haven't eaten. And it's not because I forgot because trust and believe. No, you're thinking about it the whole I'm time. I'm thinking about it the whole time. And I'm like, fuck, I do not have time to stop. And that's different. That's mm-hmm. just, you know, you don't have time that day in your schedule because everybody expects you to be everywhere at once, you know, and you can get in touch with people constantly. And so you're always on the go, but you got to get one of those like RX bars, you know, or like a granola bar or a little trail mix and just keep it in the car. You know, I get, you know what I get? The, um, the RX bars, they have their, their nut butters. This is so weird, but I just take the nut butter packs and just slurp them down. Of course you would. You love to slurp you know, nut a bar, butter. A bar makes me gag sometimes. Sometimes. Okay. Wait a minute. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Back it up. Back it up. You love slurping down nut butter, but a bar <laughs> makes you gag. Do you hear yourself? 
pee to pee, peer to peer. That's just what I'm about. Okay. But I hear you though. And also, yeah, some guy told you, oh, fucking hangry's immature. You fucking tell him. And bitch, you're from Philly. Figure out who he is. You know what? DM me his name and I'll show up at his fucking front door and show him what a hangry bitch is. And the irony of this entire voicemail is towards the end. (laughs) What was her name? Annie? Alex. Alex. Alex, you literally literally fucking got so Philly. You're like, I'll fucking show him what hangry is. A girl from Philly, if she is hangry, will cut you. Cut a bitch. Yeah. I'm scared. I'm literally. I was shaking in my boots just listening to her. Wow. Wow. Listen, you know what? This is what we needed. These are the kind of absolutely not problems that we're trying to solve. I'm trying to make this world a better place and I can only do it through my podcast. So Alex, thank you for that call. And one nut butter at a time. One nut butter at a time. Hi, Heather. It's Kerry calling from Boston. And this isn't actually really my voice. I have an absolutely not for you based on your Instagram story today. And anyone who's not an actual bona fide Bostonian trying to do a Boston accent, Robin's nailed it. Uh, Robin Williams on Goodwill Hunting did not. I hate to say it. Rest in peace. He's fantastic. You know who else really effed it up is Julianne Moore when she was playing Alex Baldwin's girlfriend on 30 Rock. It grates me to my core. I'm 40 years old. I've lived here my whole life. I've heard him. I hear him every damn day. I don't have one. But when you F it up, it makes me want to punch a puppy. Love and light, Heather. Wow. Carrie. Carrie. First of all, here's what I love. I love that she used the phrase us. Okay. It really like got to us when Julianne Moore did a a shitty Bostonian accent. Yes. Because we all know that everyone in Boston travels in a herd you know, is all together. Yes. You can spot each other out of a crowd somehow. Wicked. wicked. Yes. It's wicked. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Everything's great there. Um, but yeah, Bostonians stick together and they will not be insulted as a group. Okay. Now you were saying that my Robin, my mother has a good Bostonian accent because she is from Boston. I do think that it was <laughs> insane, but I guess poignant that you brought in rest in peace. One of the greatest actors of all time, Robin Williams. You had to throw him under the bus. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to say. Okay. What we've learned over our lives. Okay. Is that no one is safe from a Bostonian's wrath. Okay. Yeah. If they want to insult you and they want to do it from beyond the grave, they will. Okay. But mom's accent is so weird because like when I talk to aunt Kim or my mom's sister on the phone, she's still in the thick of it. Like Robin right. puts it on for certain words, like spire, walker. She it's, adds an R to the end of a, lot of a hot eye, hot eye. And like she says, um, like, oh fuck, what does my mom say all the time where you're just like, what? idea, idea. I, I got a great idea. And you're like, what? An idea? Like she just adds the hot eye. But my Aunt Kim, it's straight pack in the car and have a yacht. Yeah. Like every other word, it's the thickest accent you've ever heard in your life. And it fucking just, it makes me giggle so hard. And when mom gets on the phone with her, her siblings, that accent comes back immediately and oh, real hard. Oh, she talks to Joy? Oh, yes. forget it. Joy yes. well by. Yeah. Joy well by. They literally talk like this. Well by. Listen, my dream is to, you know, I want to be a dramatic actress. And I think people aren't giving me really the spotlight that I deserve in the dramatic realm. Yes. Way to bring this back to you it somehow. Is always <laughs> me. So what I would like to do, and I'm putting it out there, is I'd like to maybe do the next Goodwill Hunting. You know, a, a very dramatic um, Where you, where you play a janitor who figures <laughs> out a very hard math problem? Yes. That's what the, your role that you want to play. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay, so you're a janitor who's yep. really, really smart, who's figured out a wicked hot <laughs> math problem. Yeah. Do you I don't know how to tell you this, but <laughs> that dream is never going to come true. You know true. what? They did like Ocean's Eleven and then they had Ocean's Eight. It was just women. Why can't they do a remake of Good Will Hunting, but it's with women? You know what, Ashley? They what can, I but I don't part see, of the problem. I don't see you being the lead role in that. All I'm saying is, you know, Michelle Williams did a fucking shitty Boston accent in Manchester by the sea with Casey Affleck and he's a fucking creep. Why the fuck can't I get my acting moment? I don't know. That's on God. Socks. You need to put Boston on your vision board. I do. Actually, it's not on my vision board. <laughs> and the funny thing is, Robin, when she will not go back to Boston, like she's from, well, we thought she was from the Nath End, mm-hmm. but she's actually from Everett and Dedham. Yeah. And there's something, mom had a hard childhood, but there are moments like she will not go back to Boston no matter what. It's just the weirdest fucking thing. She went to visit her best friend, Joy. She calls me from Logan Airport and she's like, I fucking hate this place. Everyone's the worst. <laughs> I'm like, mom, you're going for a girls weekend. You're going to have a good time. But you know what I think we need to do? What? I think we need to just go on a Boston trip with Robin. We haven't been with Robin to Boston in 20 years. Yeah. And just get to this, get to the fucking bottom of who our mother really is. Well, you know what mom used to do when we were um, little kids is she would get on the phone with our aunt Kim, who still lives in, in Boston. Right. And she would talk so much shit about Atlanta. Okay. She'd mm-hmm. be like, oh, it's so hot here. You know, yeah. it's just terrible. I hate everything. Blah, blah, blah. And she'd get off the phone. I remember being like about 10 years old and looking at mom and saying, hey, do you really feel that way about, you know, where we live? Do you hate living here? Mm-hmm. And she said, no, I just don't <laughs> want any of them to move down here. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Wow. Robin's playing a long game. Whenever they have like, like their friend reunions, she always goes to California or they'll meet in like, like Arizona at a spa. Yeah. She won't let them come to the She goes, no, then they'll fucking move here. I don't want them here. <laughs> See, that's the thing. I think we need to get to the bottom of what Robin's, we need to get just to the bottom of who she is. Like, I don't want to do 23 and me because I don't want the Chinese having like a bit of my DNA to like eventually clone me one day. Oh yeah. Or the government. Or the it. government. Yeah. But I definitely think we need to do kind of a, an Oregon Trail moment and figure out who Robin really is. Carrie, thank you for your call. Love and light. Go Red Sox. Hey, Heather. It's Ivy from Tallahassee, Florida. Just wanted to let you know that my absolutely not is people coming to these tracks, like an exercise track, obviously, and just like not respecting the boundaries of what should happen, right? Like you should walk on the outside and jog faster and faster on the inside. And I am in no means an exerciser. Like I am out there just kind of like walking at the bare minimum. But like when people just like walk in front of you, like at a lollygag, like, and I don't mean in front of you going down the track. I mean, like they'll just cut across the track to get to the center. It's just like, and it's like, I'm just like trying to be out here. I'm really just doing the minimum here. But I don't know. That's just like what's kind of been bothering me. I don't know. That's just not right. Okay, wait a minute, Ivy from Tallahassee, Florida. Like, I've had a lot of people call in for real pertinent things on the Absolutely Not line, but let me get this straight. You're upset. You're at an outdoor track. You're not an exerciser, so you're just sitting in the bleachers, drinking wine, 
pissed at the flow of traffic on the track below. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I get this. <laughs> I, I understand this as a person who is not like a professional exerciser, you know, and you don't really know the rules of everything. I have noticed during 2020, since they put those little guides, you know, the little arrows in the grocery store. Yeah. I'm like, I have forgotten how to function as a human being in normal society when it comes to distance from other people. And I'm always thinking, oh, is this... Is this six feet? Am I going the right, right direction? You know, I don't know. So I am probably one of these people on the track, just like lost in my own thoughts, wandering into other people's lanes. But Ivy's not on the track. She's sitting in the bleachers. Well, then Ivy and I need to hang out because I would do this as well. Ivy has not indicated whatsoever that <laughs> she is actually on the track trying to better herself or dis or work on her stride. She is literally, she could be sitting in her fucking car in the parking lot like a peeping Tom. Okay, creep. that would be even more amazing. Ivy and I can go do a drive-by of all the outdoor exercise tracks and just monitor and bitch about people's flow of traffic. Flow. First of all, it's very 1980s of Iraqi style to be going to a track. I get it's COVID. Good, you can exercise outside. But the fact of the matter is that you are, you've got such a bee in your bonnet. First of all, you're also trying to work out in Tallahassee. If you thought that there was going to be any sense of camaraderie, uh, civility in a, <laughs> at a Tallahassee open track, Ivy, you know better. Shame. This is on you, Ivy. Shame <laughs> on you. Absolutely not to creeping. We don't even know what she's doing. She she said she's lightly walking. Well, that could be just creeping. I'm saying absolutely yes to Ivy's creeping. Listen, Ivy, we're glad that, you know, I guess this is a PSA we didn't know we needed. <laughs> it's voyeurism at its best on the tracks. Uh, sure. Okay. Great. Ivy, this is my goal for you. I want you to go online, order a, like a step aerobics, and I want you to just stay put in your one-bedroom apartment and do stair-stepping in your one-bedroom apartment, okay? L let, let you know, that Usain Bolt's on the track do their thing, and you just drink your Chardonnay from the stands and relax. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hey, Heather. Uh, this is your girl, Madeline, from Arkansas. I know you're going to uh, comment on my accent, and that's fine with me. Uh, it's about an hour south from... Uh, Memphis. Actually, I don't know if it's south or not. I don't know what the fuck directions are. But anyway, my absolutely not is actually directed towards myself, heating up lunchtime dishes at work in the office with cauliflower and broccoli remnants. Because you know what? That shit stinks. Lock it up. Okay? P to P. Don't be heating that shit up in the office because it stinks it up. And uh, I made the mistake of doing that a while back. I heated up a skinny chicken divan made with cauliflower, a uh, little sauce. You know, the whole office acted like they were dying. So my mom had one of her coworkers call up to my office and play a prank on our secretary and was like, ma'am, we're calling because there's been a complaint about a foul odor. It was real embarrassing, you know, so just absolutely not to um, cauliflower and broccoli being heated up in the office. Live your truth. Eat your healthy foods like you do you, but maybe take that shit to the break room and like eat it alone or something. Anyway, love you. Okay, first and foremost, this this is a great voicemail. One, Madeline, you know out the gate, I love a good Southern solid accent. Yes. 
two, you, you're you're poignant, like you're clear. I know exactly what you're trying to say. You have a great absolutely not. This is just a class. This is a great example of a good voicemail. Yeah. But also, you have no fucking idea where you live. Madeline is going through an existential crisis where yeah. she doesn't know where she is or mm-hmm. where um, anything else is, which, yeah. I, which I respect. I respect that. And I gotta be honest with you, one of the southern states I've never been to is Arkansas. So when you're like, I don't know if it's north or south, <laughs> you know what? I don't know where I am right now is honestly, thank you for being that honest and raw. You know what? You know what? I have an absolutely not now. Okay. What? Based on based on Madeline's intro. Okay. Yeah. Is when people give you directions and dad used to do this all the time. People give you driving directions somewhere and they use cardinal directions. They use north, east, east, south, or west. And I'm like, I don't know. Do I look like a fucking compass to you? <laughs> First of all, I didn't finish the Girl Scouts. I have no, if I was in the middle of the woods, I don't know which direction is north. I don't know. Are you supposed to walk Actually, north? Actually, I only signed up to do brownies because I thought that's what you did. I thought you only made brownies. Well, I did not know that when you were a brownie in Girl Scouts, you didn't just make warm confection goods. All well, day. technically, it's a pyramid scheme where, you, where you're selling cookies. Yeah. But I mean, dad used to always say, okay, okay, you're going to go, you're going to go north on this road for about. 3.2 miles and I'm just like I can't, you, I'm already lost I already have no Yo, idea where I actually, am okay I have a very great keen sense of direction like I, you can take me a place once and I remember how to get there Ashley when she's we've been going to the same school we went to the same school from kindergarten through 12th grade she had to fucking print out map quest maps put them in a binder laminate them on how to get to our home to our high school because she did not know. I still put in my GPS if I'm like going to Kroger, which is probably three blocks from my house. It's just automatic. Like I just automatically put it in there now. Actually, why do you, you're like mom. You don't absorb anything around you when you're in the car. No. I'm just trying to make sure I'm hitting the right pedals and stopping on time and using my turn signal. Now, Madeline, I love, I don't know what you do for work, but yes, you are right. A broccoli, a cauliflower, any really cruciferous vegetable, any kind of real starchy root vegetable. Anything that's going to smell like a fart. Yeah, it it gets very farty in the office. And listen, that's not on you. I love that you called yourself out P2P, peer-to-peer. I think this is really great that we're acknowledging things that we know that we do wrong. And really, it's all about self-reflection this year, right? What can I do as a human to be a better human to others? Little little steps, little things that you can do. Yes. It doesn't need to be a big move. You don't need to be like Mother Teresa and, you know, saving all the children in the world or whatever. But you cannot heat up cauliflower and broccoli in the office. The first step into becoming a better person is to acknowledgement. You called yourself out. You called into the absolutely not line. You're like, Listen, Heather, I need help. And and I love that they got you. They did a good old gotcha. They pranked you in the office, which is adorable. I, I love it. I love a phone prank. I love a mom prank too. Yes. You know? A prank that moms come up with and they mm-hmm. think they're so tickled by it for like a year. Oh God. Robin, we're getting this like a neon sign made for the basement. And so Robin and I were looking at Kinspo. <laughs> Robin was laughing so hard last night. She was like, Heather, listen to this one. This is an ism. It says, it's a sign that says, uh, listen, we're all crazy. This isn't a competition. Just starts fucking cackling at oh, her. Oh, laughing at her own joke so hard, I thought she was going to pass it out. It wasn't her own joke. It was a tchotchke. And I said, mom, you want to get that? But she's told it to us three times today. It's, it's a fucking lot. Yeah. But regardless, <laughs> Madeline, I love that you don't know where you are. 
At least but you're very self-aware. But you're self-aware and that's all you can do. And you know what? Yes, this is a P2P to other, I guess, office mates. Really also, I think you might be calling just to brag that you're back at the office. <laughs> so Madeline, I see you. Game recognizes game. We see you. We smell you. Yeah. We hear you. And we out chat. Let's yeah. get to the next voicemail. Heather, this is my third call to you. My first two were totally annoying. I get it. Right now, my absolutely not is COVID in the midst of it. We've been in the midst of it. I'm a healthcare worker. So for me, my life hasn't changed except for day to day. It gets more hard to judge. Like, I, I don't know what's coming day to day. Got some girlfriends, new moms. Cool. Shout out. Love the babies. Trying to make some Labor Day plans. They text me. They're like, okay, Labor Day weekend. What day are we looking at to get on the river? I give you three viable options, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And I say, well, I've got a hair appointment on Saturday at 9 a.m. It would realistically be 3 p.m. when we go on the river. And I get a response back. Well, it sounds like we just have one day as an option. Heather, how much more open can I be? Like, I'm trying to be flexible. I understand people have families. They have things to do. So do I. I'm trying to be understanding. I absolutely not. If people asking for a plan, I give my suggestion, which is still open, and it gets shot down in a shisty way. Trying to be a good friend. We all need a good friend right now. But help me, girl. Thank you. I know you understand. You've been flexible. You've had to move your wedding 500 times. You get it. Love you. Love and light. This is Cheryl in North Carolina. Okay. Okay. Also, y'all are calling in with the dumbest fucking voicemails, but this one tickled me pink. So let me get this straight. First and foremost, thank you so much for being a frontline worker and a healthcare worker. We appreciate all that you've done this year. And I think that your friends are just being a little ridiculous with this. You gave them an open schedule. Yeah. Right? Friday, multiple, Saturday, Sunday. Multiple dates. Multiple dates. And you said, I got one appointment on Saturday. Early. That's an early hair appointment. 3.30 in the afternoon? No, she said 9 a.m. Oh, 9 a.m. Okay, yes. Then that's early. But apparently, also, I my hair appointments are like five hours long, but you, they did say they couldn't get out onto the river until 3.30. Are you perming? What are we doing? <laughs> Second of all, <laughs> get off this river, okay? Why is everybody on a fucking river? Yeah, go go walk on a par- in a park or something. I don't know. Do something else. Go to a, a brewery and like drink. Don't, don't do something where you could possibly have a flip-flop get swept away. Thank you. See, we live on a river. We live on the Chattahoochee and it's a big thing you call shoot the hooch here in Georgia. And you start a little bit north of town and you get a cooler and you get in your little raft and you float down the river with people and you probably end up with the flesh eating bacteria by the time you land at the end. 100%. You're wasted because you've had 65 hard seltzers. Next thing you know, you can't even, you know, you almost drown getting out of the damn river. One of your girlfriend's new babies is floating on its own. Just just popping its own black cherry white claws. Yeah. So I don't, I've never gotten around the shooting the hooch, the doing the river thing. Why with your girlfriends, this is the only fucking thing y'all can figure out to do. I could think of 10 things to do other than going down the damn river. Yes. Anything. Maybe not going down the river. Maybe standing on the bank, standing on a bridge, watching other people go down the river. Great idea. There you go. There's one idea. There's one idea. You stay on the banks, let them go down the river. Yeah. 
Also, I think your friends are being fucking ridiculous. You gave them a wide open schedule. You've got one really intense seven hour (laughs) perm appointment (laughs) on a Saturday. Go on a Friday. Go on a Friday, guys. Yeah. Why can't they go on a Friday? Yeah. Or a Sunday. Also another option. Who doesn't love a Sunday fun day? Who everyone. Everyone loves a Sunday fun day. We're having a Sunday fun day right now. Literally in the midst of it. Having yeah. a blast. I'm sorry. Listen, I think maybe you need to get new friends. I think your friends I do just too. Suck. I do too. I think your friends suck. If these ladies can't figure out one day of the weekend that they can go on a river, which sounds terrible anyway. <laughs> You need new friends. You dump them all. I think, you know, and also fuck this. I actually just got so fucking fired up. <laughs> You're a healthcare worker, which means you've been busting your balls. You know what they should be doing? Oh, hold on. Wow. Just had an epiphany. No. They should be throwing a party for you. And maybe they're actually being difficult about the times because they're like, shit, we actually have a surprise party and we just asked you if these times were because oh, we want to throw you off. It's a secret surprise party situation. Yes. See, but that's what it is. Maybe you actually keep the friends. Yeah. Because they might have gifts for you at the secret surprise party. And who party. doesn't love a gift? Who doesn't love a gift? You know, if they get you new scrubs, fucking burn their house down. <laughs> <laughs> we don't condone arson on this podcast. No. However, no. Sometimes some lady got very mad at me because I, she actually called in and left a voicemail. Cause I, I always say like, Oh, if I get mad, like burn the house, burn the whole thing down. Right. It's right. really gone with the wind reference. Like, yeah. 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 It it, it's like a figure of speech. Yes. This woman sent me a message. Say, Oh fuck. Oh. Did you see that lightning? Okay. Oh, we, oh, oh, okay. oh. we put it out into the universe. Yeah. God is going to burn this house down. Shit guys. This woman sent me a voicemail and was like, you need to quit using that reference. Because the world is burning. And I was like, okay, man. Okay, well, here's the other thing. Remember that song? The roof, the roof. <laughs> yeah. The roof is on fire. We don't need no water. Let the motherfucker burn. So me and Will would go to concerts and whenever they would play that song, yeah. <laughs> instead of yelling, we don't need no water, Will and I would always yell, we need some water. Someone call the fire department. This is highly irresponsible. And I don't know why, but it's the stupid little things like that in 2020 that I'll be like awake at 3 a.m. and will randomly think of and be like, that is such a dumb thing that we used to do. But it's so much fun. You got to delight in the little stuff, you know? But but coming back to the river situation, I would not delight in riding down a river. No, no. And also... Almost every year for the last like five years, they found like an alligator or some sort of weird bacteria. in the Or like river. 60 people have drowned. Yes. Because everybody gets drunk and you get drunk down by your own float. I would tell them this is what I would do to see if it's still a surprise party. I'd say, hey, my hair appointment starts at nine. I'm getting this really intense perm. <laughs> takes a long time to set it. I could be ready at 3.30. Just convince them to still go on that river trip at 3.30. And then maybe you show up to their house and it's actually a surprise priority for you. Yeah, that's probably what it is. And if it's not, you burn their house down <laughs> and you call the cops on them. And that's on God. All right, let's get to the next voicemail. Hi, Heather. This is Katie from Buffalo. Um, I... This is just a question. Why doesn't McDonald's have mac sauce on the side? Like, why can't I order just a cup of fucking mac sauce? Okay, first of all, if I were to ever get a phone call from somebody from (laughs) Buffalo, New York, this would be the call. Yeah. I believe it was Katie. Yes. Couldn't agree with you more, Katie. 
This is what the fuck? No, this is an absolutely. Why not? Yeah. Why haven't you guys thought about doing this? And people want more Mac sauce, you know? And if they're not getting it, you got to you got to speak with your wallet. It's called supply and demand. Yeah. People want the sauce. Yeah. You want to know why Chick-fil-A is so fucking great? Because they are so generous with the condiments. Okay. I went to a Chick-fil-A once and I was super starving. It was time. It was time for lunch and I had skipped breakfast and I was so excited when I got in the drive through line. You yeah. know that excitement that you get when you know you're about to just get some fucking oh, fried shit. Yes. Just some fried food in your face. And I love the Chick-fil-A sauce. Mm-hmm. And I pull up. This woman, I go, okay, I want two extra Chick-fil-A sauces because I'm just going to sauce all my shit up, right? Everything's going to be covered in sauce. And this bitch tells me, I'm sorry, but we're all out of Chick-fil-A sauce at this location. I almost (laughs) broke down and started crying. And I'm like, I don't even want the meal. I just wanted the sauce. So I get Katie's plight here. I get like, you want to drown yourself in sauce? I mean, you want to take a little bit at home, you know, rub it on that achy shoulder that you got. It's like a Bengay. Yes, like it's a like a Bengay. Yes. But also, McDonald's, you want to know why your sales are down? Well, when you're poisoning us with your food, but you could have just had the sauce on the side. Yeah. Okay, so Zaxby's, which I know is like a very popular chicken franchise here in the South. I was literally at a Zaxby's. I was driving down to our house in Florida and I was with mom and mom goes into Zaxby's and there's like a little redneck woman working behind the counter. My mom goes, excuse me. She's like, what's in the Zax sauce? And the lady literally goes, uh, uh, I don't know. It's just Zax sauce. (laughs) I mean, it's their secret sauce, Robin. It's essentially Thousand Island dressing with like a little extra. It's like ketchup and Thousand Island dressing. Yeah, it's like like ketchup and mayonnaise and something else. Regardless, it's really though, good. Mom, it's it's crack. Mom got back in the car and she was like, "I cannot believe that they could not tell me what was in the friggin' Zach." Mom sauce. has also asked at McDonald's if their filet fish was fresh. You don't remember this? She did it with us after school, and she goes, "Excuse me, <laughs> it's always excuse it's me." Never directed at one person. Yeah. Okay, it's just a general question that she's yeah. putting out into the ether while she's holding up the line. Excuse me, is the filet o fish? Is the fish that's in the filet o fish, not of fish, o fish? Is it fresh? Is it tilapia halibut? And they're like, Ma'am, is it from rays? It's from the fucking river. Yeah. We don't know. It's not even fish. No. 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 What is it? I don't know, but it's not <laughs> fish. Even like the fact that your cell phone service didn't sound good on this call, Katie says, what up? It's Katie from Buffalo. Uh, oh, and she also said sauce. it was Burger King at first. Yeah. But then corrected to McDonald's. Which makes me think she's driving around. Well, and- I wonder if she's going to Burger King's asking for extra <laughs> Mac sauce on the side and wondering why she's getting kicked out of a bunch of Burger King. Yeah, Katie, I don't know if you've been drinking Goldschlager all day. Katie, pull it together. Pull it together. We, we want you to get that sauce. Y'all, we're about to die in the thunderstorm right now here in Atlanta. But I just need you to know you've got to go to the right place. So if you pull up to Starbucks and you ask them for nuggets, they're not going to have it. Okay. (sighs) And that's kind of on them, though. They should have nuggets at Starbucks. Real real one stop shop. Honestly. Yeah. Every every place, I think, should have nuggets. You know, just have a couple of nugs in the back. Speaking of Starbucks, we should probably circle back on why my attorney hasn't sued Starbucks yet because I'm sitting across from her. Uh, unfortunately, your taint healed very nicely. I was hoping for no, some. No, it did not, Ashley. You have the photos on your phone. No, I mean, like, I-, I was looking for permanent scarring, maybe loss of use. There was loss of use. I, I was out three weeks. 
from you know what katie i don't from know your chain stretches or or no, from sex or from, from sex i was out three weeks oh that's convenient and so i you know what katie fuck this i've just fired my attorney <laughs> ashley mcmahon I, I don't know if you're drunk and if you're in buffalo but if you know any sense of the law i need you to help me with the class action lawsuit <laughs> against starbucks let's get to the next voicemail hey heather it's ellen from florida just listened to your latest episode and my absolutely not is taylor swift i don't like her music i just don't like her as a person but also absolutely not to Kanye cutting her off years and years ago at VMAs, but absolutely yes to Beyonce. Love Beyonce, loved her forever. Seen her on tour three times. Love her latest visual album, Black is King. And no one ever talks about that when Kanye booted Taylor off the stage. When Beyonce went up there to win video of the year or best female video, she then called Taylor back onto the stage. Um, to finish her speech because when she was a young girl destiny's child she remembered what it was like being on stage for the first time so absolutely yes to beyonce all right love you bye wow way to bring us home ellen from florida first of all that was just such a range of emotion i love that you just had to call because you're very upset about taylor swift (laughs) but you also felt that she needed the justice you were a social justice warrior because you thought she got gypped with kanye west well look even though ellen doesn't like taylor swift as a person okay (laughs) which i don't i I love that statement because i don't know at what point ellen and taylor swift got together and hung out and and i don't know if taylor swift kicked her upside the head or like you know stole her boyfriend I don't know what happened. Okay. Right. There's a backstory here that Ellen isn't telling us. Exactly. Okay. And I respect her privacy. However, I do like that Ellen was able to see through all of the bullshit that Taylor Swift has pulled to recognize that Taylor Swift got wronged mm-hmm. and that Beyonce had her back. And mm-hmm. so I also like the fact that Ellen still doesn't like Taylor Swift even after that and only likes Beyonce for giving her the time of day. So I don't know. I'm very conflicted on this one, but I'm feeling really good about it. I'm feeling empowered. Everything that you just said really just it lit a fire of like joy and excitement in my heart because I feel like Ellen is working through her emotions. Ellen was working through it in the middle of in her the, sentence. In the middle yeah. of her sentence. She was like, if and this, but why, you know, it felt like a law school problem. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> or like one of those math problems where you're like, wait, is this about Taylor Swift or Kanye West or Beyonce? I don't know. I've forgotten already where it began. Somebody bought a bunch of watermelons and put them in a school bus. And now we have to count them and figure out how far they're going to go. Exactly. And I think at the end of that, E equals Ellen still doesn't like Taylor Swift. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I like that. She, she got through her therapy session uh-huh. and she backs Beyonce and she still hates Taylor Swift for that thing that Taylor Swift did to her that we don't know about. Can I get, can I'm going to guess, I don't think yes. Taylor Swift spends a lot of time in Florida because Ellen called us from Florida, right? From Tampa. Oh shit. But I'm wondering if maybe Ellen, you know, maybe Ellen is originally from Nashville. Maybe she knew Taylor on the come up in Nashville. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Something Mm -hmm. happened and I don't think it happened in Florida. I think it happened in another location. It might've happened in Arkansas, but we can't know because we don't know where Arkansas is. We don't know because Madeline, (laughs) Madeline could have been in this. Yes. Maybe Madeline and, and this, and Ellen got got in a fight. They got in a bar fight. With Taylor Swift. In Arkansas, but they didn't know where they were. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that's possible. You Tell me it's not possible. Prove prove that we're wrong. It's 2020. Anything's possible. Um, you know, I'm still trying to figure out my Swift vibe. I think she seems probably like a lovely girl. I, I You know what I'd want to do? I'd want to smoke weed with Taylor Swift. I feel like if I could just get her to do make, maybe a little something. Maybe like a, loosen up. Loosen up. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's what I'd want to see. 
and maybe wipe off the red lip and just put on, I want to put some fucking bronzer on her. Oh God, she's so pale. Very pale. And I know that's the look, the porcelain skin, the pretty blue eyes and the red lip, but I'm not invested. I respect P to P. I think she's a talented artist. Right. But I, I, I just kind of want to loosen her up a bit. Like I want to see her with a sunburn. Yeah, you want, you want her a little more buttoned down. I get that. Yeah. She seems like a top bun sort of person, even though I have been wearing my hair in a top bun all of 2020. It is out of what we call laziness. Okay. I feel like Taylor Swift gets up and like, like spins that hair up, you know, and it's real tight. Yeah, and yeah. that's like why her butthole is so t- tight as well. Yes, and and that's really truly at the end of the day what this is a PSA about tight tight buttholes. Yeah. <laughs> Pop stars with tight buttholes. Um, okay, you know what? I think that's a great place to end. Hey, Georgia Law Lady, thanks for coming on. Hey, thanks for having me. And I'm really, I really hope we were able to solve some people's problems. Today. I think we did, and I think, yeah. honestly, the universe just, is better because of us. Yes, it really is, and you know that may seem. I don't know, like we're narcissistic. No, no. It's called being confident. Yeah, thank you. And that's what you need in 2020. You got to believe in yourself because 2020 doesn't believe in you, okay? And remember that this year is a setback that's getting, that's setting us up for a comeback. Okay, (laughs) yeah. You just use Ellen's logic on there and I don't know. It's a setup for a comeback. Okay. A, a, a setback is a setup for a comeback. That's what it is. Okay. It feels more like 2020 just took a dump on your head. You know when you're like at the beach and you're having, you're like, your makeup seems good or whatever. You're having a good hair day. to the fucking beach. You know actually. what I mean. Okay. You're no. out. You're out. You, you're having a good day. You're feeling okay. yourself and a bird shits on you. Yeah. Okay. That's, That's what 2020 is. Okay. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. So you got to, got to go back home. You got to wash your hair, put on a new outfit. And get ready for 2021. Because that's when we're maybe, probably, probably, maybe going to be okay. Sort of. And that's on God. Mm -hmm. As always, like, click, subscribe. Send this to your Aunt Linda who's, you know, got a pill problem. (laughs) Hopefully she'll enjoy this podcast. Thanks for tuning in. As always, you can call into the hotline. It's 800-213-7503. Again, that is 800-213-7503. Hey, keep calling in these voicemails. Remember, keep your car windows rolled up, air conditioning low. Can't wait to hear you. Love you. Mean it. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, Bella. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.